Welcome back to Just Another Talk Show. I have left this thing on the metaphorical uh, red symbol for seven months, but uh, I'm back for another episode. This is one of the worst intros I've ever had. Oh my gosh. Uh, today I got Austin with me, uh, my roommate. I go to college in the middle of nowhere. Austin, say hello. Hi. It's cold outside. Very cold. It is very cold outside, yes. And constantly windy, just constantly windy. It's like my grandma said, you notice when it isn't windy versus when it actually is. <laughs> well, and it sucks trying to drive through it, too, because oh. it's like, especially if you try to pass up a semi, you can feel the wind just whack you. And oh, yeah. I drive a truck, so you really just get pushed all over the place. But Well, I don't, don't, traction I don't have the luxury of driving a truck. I drive a tiny little car. I'm not complaining, though, because <laughs> I love my car and all, but now I'm driving on the highway, and it just gets manhandled by the wind. It's, it's kind of terrible. But, I mean... It is what it is. Well, um, I don't get manhandled, but I know for sure when the wind does pick up, I it, it's like a sail. It does grab me, and yeah. I do end up moving at yeah. it. It sucks. I feel bad for anyone that's near me because if I do end up going, I'm not the one that's going to get hurt. Dude, I hate I'm driving. I'm going to end up ramming into someone, and, well, they're not going to have a fun day. Dude, I hate driving near semis, just just perpetually. Like I just don't like driving by semis at all, ever. Well, and they're so bad around here. Well, and they're huge, and, and they're big, and I'm in a small car, and there was one time where I was driving, trying to pass one, and then it flipped on its lights to, like, change lanes into my lane where I'm trying to pass him, and I had, like, a mini heart attack, so I, like, flipped on my brights and was flashing him and everything. It was it was not good. But uh, I hope this top. I don't know. This isn't a topic. This is just... I hope that was interesting or that was just two minutes of your life that was wasted. I don't know. But uh, let's see. What topics we got today? Okay, so first topic, I'm just going to – this is a really bad transition into this, but we're just going to we're just gonna um, power through here. We were talking about this earlier, how it's cliche to say that where am I ever going to use this specifically when it comes to math because at least like with science or English or something, you can make an argument that at least you might use that. Like, writing a paper, you kind of do do that if you work a 9 to 5. Or, I mean, knowing scientific facts always helps. But, like, I'm not going to use calculus to figure out the speed limit and how fast I'm going to get there. I don't know. Well, um, no, I, I agree. I think, um, realistically, when it comes to math, there it, there's such a huge emphasis on it, especially when it's not needed. Mm-hmm. I know my... I, I'm... For my major, I need to use calculus and math quite often, especially weird and wonky math. But at the same time, me taking extra math classes makes sense. Right. If I were to go to an accounting major, it would make sense they would have math classes too because literally everything they do is just based around numbers. But if I were to go to, let's say... An art major. Well, that's more on the extreme, but, like, (laughs) if I went to more of the creative-based or more, like, if you were to talk about sociology, uh, archaeology, anthropology, stuff like that, where there's cases in which you'll need math in those. Right. But then it oftentimes is very specific equations, too. I mean, there's something to be said for maybe having the background to think critically. That's one thing. But I also think that after you get outside of certain very specific majors, so you being a uh, computer science major or, like, my girlfriend who's an accounting major, like, quite literally, it's just kind of goofy having two of you on the same end of one spectrum. But 
beyond the point, like, me being a commercial aviation major, like, yeah, aviation is a lot of math and, and physics and all that stuff, but I'm sorry, as a pilot, like, I don't need to know how to do calculus, just show me how to make calculations on very specific calculations, I might add, and that's kind of what I need, like, the rest is just flying the airplane, or, like, a, like an art major, like I said, or even a business major, like, a lot of that stuff isn't necessarily math-related, although I can see where it might help but you're kind of kind of just hoping at that point i feel like i don't know I, well and that's what i mentioned is it, it we've put so much of a focus on it where realistically we can specialize right and you know for computer science i'm gonna have to take uh, linear algebra i'm also gonna have to take um, boolean uh, algebra i believe it's called boolean math I, I can't remember exactly what the name is but i'll be dealing with logical math equations right which makes sense i'm right. going to be working on computers makes sense i'll learn how to use lambda Th those are key components of computer math but there's no point for it to be more standardized right math is important up until you get past like like i don't know ninth or tenth grade geometry right past that you're getting to a point where it's it's like parabolas are not going to help me water my garden i guess that's a very extreme example but you're kind of just wasting time and that's kind of the argument i make for college in general and um partly high school pa high school a little less than college but it's kind of like the thought i s said to you earlier i feel like math is treated more like a status symbol these days where it's like oh you can do calculus you must be really smart well yes but I, that's kind of time that you'll never get back i time you could honestly be spending in your major that's kind of the biggest problem i have with college and, and it might i don't know if this argument's been brought up before probably has i'm not the smartest person but i feel like a lot of college is just time wasted and money spent on things that after college you'll never use. It's like, I'm sorry, but as a business major, I don't think that like earth science and learning how to grow plants is the most important thing unless your your business might directly relate to that. Sure, but it was kind of like what I heard uh, one of my favorite sports uh, podcasts, Strong Opinion Sports, Zach Schaumler. Go check him out. Dude's great. But he, when he was in college, and he never finished his degree, he said that he was required to take a class about bugs f for his journalism degree, which I, I guess you could make the argument for, but it doesn't really make sense at, at face value because, like, as a journalist, like, let's say he's writing about sports then, which he podcasts about sports, so I guess same difference. It doesn't matter. Like, knowing about bugs and beetles and, and crap like that doesn't matter. It just doesn't. So... Well, and what's nice with college is there's more of a push towards specialization, but I feel like that entire idea is just lost mm -hmm. in high school and college. Yep. Because y technically you can take electives in high school and technically you get to choose the classes you go into, but as time goes on, it takes until your junior or senior year until you can really take electives and really, it takes, depending on your major, um, two, three years until you can start taking other classes. It, it's it's like you spend two to three years knocking out generals and maybe a year and a half of actual focused study with electives or with generals still in there. 
on your major. It's like you could get out and have your degree in whatever specialization you're going into after like a year and a half, two years. Like you have to take so many social studies classes in high school and then you have to take all the same ones unless you did like advanced placement or something like that in, in high school. Um, I did. I only completed one of the tests. I bombed my other two. We don't talk about it. But <laughs> beyond the point, it's like, what's the point of taking those classes like for what, 21, 22 years of, or not 20, 22 years of school, but like, you know, like years and years and years over in school. Like you learn it in elementary, you learn it in middle, you learn it in high school, and then you do it all again in college. Like you, you're doing it four times. And so I feel like at a certain point, it starts to be wasted time. And in high school, I push for more specialization and, and freedom to choose what you want to do because I feel like after after freshman and freshman year, like maybe part of the problem with people not knowing what they want to do is they don't have the freedom to figure it out before then. It's like you get to college and you, you still don't know and you still have all these classes you got to take and so you don't ha- you don't have time to explore. Like I've always had the benefit of knowing like. I love music, and so I want to write music, and I love airplanes since I was literally two years old, so I'm going to go and get my degree in commercial aviation and sing on the side. Like I've always known that's what I was probably going to end up doing, or it took me a while, but I got there. Other people, um, and I know some people who have zero idea what they want to do with themselves, and it's like, well, I can't help you because I've always had it lined up for me, so I, I just can't relate to that, but that i feel like could be part of the problem i don't know what you think about that but well my main thing when it comes to a high school and college is i i agree with a level of standardization because there's this whole crowd of people yeah i do too arguably mm-hmm. the majority of people that don't know where they're going to go with life right they don't know what skills they have and so i can understand like freshman and maybe half a sophomore year having more generalized classes with a little bit of flexibility here and there mm-hmm. because then you're like okay we're gonna get you into anything and everything and if you like something we'll stick with it mm-hmm. but then afterwards still more than half of my classes were classes i didn't get to choose right yep. the classes that i was restricted and i had to take because because realistically, I would have taken more robotics. I would have taken more computer-based classes, right. web design classes. I would have taken that earlier right. if I had the chance to. Well, if I might interject real quick, like my senior year of high school was the first year that I actually felt like I had a lot of control over my schedule. And that being said, I still had, I think it was three to four maybe even five classes required of me that I had to take and that really sucked because um in my junior year kind of backtracking a little bit there was one class that I really really wanted to take it was a music media tech class and because I couldn't get into it in my junior year I had to end up taking the, the uh, music media tech one the first part of it my senior year and I couldn't do the second part of it um in my senior year because I was already full of other things and I had uh, an aviation class that I completed in um, senior year that I started when I was a junior. So I guess, you know, things kind of come full circle and those classes also were like uh, considered tech related and you had to go to a college to do it. So I, I don't know. It's a whole, it's a whole thing to explain, but beyond the point, like what you're saying and I, I kind of feel it's like you, for the first year, year and a half, maybe I understand, like, okay, we're going to keep you within a system, you know, maybe do this, this, and this, and, and it's good to be a little bit more well-rounded now that you're gaining 
you know, awareness of the world around you. But after a certain point, when you're like a junior visiting colleges for a potential major and career, and you don't know what that is because you haven't had the chance to explore it is unfortunate. So, well, and, and it's what I've always argued for. Mm-hmm. Get kids into school, get them taught some basic stuff. I believe everyone needs to have a basic understanding of algebra and a basic understanding of geometry mm-hmm. because that will help you in anything. Mm-hmm. You're working on your car, you're working on a wood project, working on your house, managing your money, taxes, uh, doing like trying to figure out how to allocate some of your money. Well, schools don't even teach taxes and stock market stuff anymore. And I feel like when I took economics my senior year, like, that's what I expected to learn about. This That's a whole nother rant, honestly, about why they're not teaching you that stuff. It's like they want you to fail. Well, but, and, and that's the thing. We get kids in school, teach them the basics. Yeah. But then after that, and in high school, you get the problem of not all high schools having the resources for it, but... I feel they should have enough resources to allow kids to branch out, begin doing things. I'm not going to lie. I feel if our schools put less of a focus on making sure kids got all these generalized general classes done and maybe got pushed into more specific classes, schools would put more money towards specific classes. Well, so as an example, my school, I have – Every single year at my uh, high school, I advocated for a Computers 101 class. Yep. We technically had a computer applications class, but it doesn't actually teach you anything about computers. Mm-hmm. Rather, it teaches you how to use Sony Vegas 2014, and it teaches you how to edit a photo. teaches you very, very basic JavaScript, enough so that I can promise you you wouldn't be able to continue programming in JavaScript. That is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's worthless. You, I'm not gonna lie. All of those skills, I I've never used. Yep. I mean, I I program in JavaScript now, but I certainly didn't learn anything from that class. Right. right. If we had a class that came together and taught kids basics about computers, computer like how binary works, basics on how like a computer actually functions, like how the CPU is set up how um, the GPU can be set up, basic computer components, basic programming language, with the student being able to choose their programming language, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even care if they get to choose or even if you teach programming. Right. Having a generalized computer class is important. I know kids that didn't realize they loved computers until their senior year because they were so focused on everything else that once they finally got to sat down, talk to the tech team, hang out in the tech team, they realized, oh, I enjoy this. Right. I enjoy putting computers together. When having the lack of that class and the only classes that actually give representation, I mean, really, the only classes that gave representation to computers were weird off classes that really didn't have an actual curriculum, more just, hey, we're going to do some fun projects and then call it a day. Well, if you think about it, like a generalized computer, how to use your computer, how to do basic stuff, I don't. I think that'd be useful in today's day and age. Uh, just because, I mean, clearly computers are never leaving now, uh, and and it's only going to get more advanced as time goes on. I mean, in fifty years, we're going to have, you know, c- cyborgs rolling around. So I, I just think that BCIs and oh, cybernetics. And oh yeah, all sorts of good stuff. Nanobots. Man. Yes, sir. But I, I just feel like 
you know, a basic understanding of like in today's day and age, how computers work and and how to use a computer and, and, and beyond the just turn it off and turn it back on again, because they're never going anywhere. And so you have to adapt. But then again, I mean, I feel like there should be a, a basic like how to you know give ba- basic maintenance to your car and how to pay taxes, for God's sake, like that all that all that stuff like that needs to like a life class, like a life skills class. And it might be the most memed on class there is. I, I, I can easily see where that would get just, just absolutely destroyed by the students. But at a certain point, I also feel like the students who needed to learn those skills would learn it, and it's better than nothing. And right now we have nothing. Well, our school actually has a life class. Yeah, we don't. It was horrible. Yeah. It was horribly set up. Yeah. I can tell it was thrown together by the school. Yeah. And the problem is it they took what should have been a more broken up generalized class yep. into a very curriculum based and then crunched it into a single semester. Yep. If it was one year long, two semesters, mm-hmm. and if it was broken up into a bunch of small things, like cuz don't get me wrong, you can't teach a kid everything. No, you can't. But if you could but, but you can you could the spend only a- thing we talked about was basic sewing and basic cooking. Yeah, no, that's useless. That it was. It, it's you. You don't need useless. a class. You, well, unless you're getting like really, really good to. Okay, let me let me restart because I just tripped on myself here. Unless you're going to be really, really good at cooking, like you don't really need a cooking skills class. The sewing one, however, okay, that little that like makes sense to me. Spend like spend like three days on it. I actually find. Uh, I think it's important that people at least know how to sew because you can fix up a piece of clothing, right? Or and that, like that's or that's fix up something that rips. But unless you need to like, unless you like want to make things, you don't you don't need to know sewing beyond that. You just no. don't. It's not it's not applicable. So spend like three days on that. Spend a week on studying the stock market and just gaining an understanding. Not saying you have to be out like Warren Buffett out here. Just, you, you, you just got to know know exactly how everything works just a Hell, basic understanding they don't even that, talk about that in economics like the stock like, market if you no. could sit there and go oh well oh the stock market oh yeah well i know that you can buy stocks and you can sell them at specific prices over time depending on how public demand goes and how much is bought or you don't even need to go super in depth just mm-hmm. understand what the stock market does well, understand how your taxes work understand how insurance how like yeah, yeah, basic spend, parts of repairing your car spend like another week on on okay so today we're talking about taxes the next day we're talking about uh insurance the next and we granted you know you kind of talk about that in uh economics too but then you you would eliminate the economics class by doing this and your economics teacher might be mad but it is like you could do ap economics still you could you could still have those kinds of classes as well um you know yeah spend like Spend like two days on basic maintenance for your car. I mean, maybe you should have learned that in driver's ed, but driver's ed can only teach you so much, and there's always behind the wheel. So it's like you, you kind of just got to take take one with the other. But it, it's better than nothing, and it, sure, it might get memed on, but people who need to learn those skills, like I, I, I fully am not, not ashamed to admit I have no idea how to balance my checkbook. And that's not like – I'm not saying this because, well, nobody ever taught me, but that's the truth. Nobody ever taught me. Like – that's not on my parents because my parents have, quite frankly, babied me quite enough. And when it comes to the day I'll have to balance my checkbook, <laughs> they, I, I'm going to go to them to ask them. Maybe that is the parent thing to teach. I don't know. But schools could certainly help with that. Um, and, well, and I think nowadays 
there's this really awkward balance between schools and parents because there's mm-hmm. things where I, I feel basic cooking I feel is up to the well is up to the parents. You know what I mean? But sewing is something that I feel the school should touch on. Right. Because the school should have the money to buy the sewing machines, buy the equipment, so the student understands what's going on here. And with cooking is something where, like, have your kid make dinner. I mean, I have done done basic sewing and basic cooking, but it's important to preface, like, I was in seventh grade, and if I'm being quite honest with myself, like, in seventh grade, I wasn't paying much attention. Yeah, we shouldn't be doing this at, like, middle school. In middle school, like, that's the time to get those, like, general classes out of the way, to be honest. So you go into high school with that kind of information. But at the same time, like, cooking, I'll say, also, like, as long as you have somebody who's there to, like, kind of show you some stuff, once you gain a basic understanding, you can learn so much from, like, YouTube University. I swear to God, you can you can learn so much about cooking specifically online, too. It, it's not hard to be a good cook. It really isn't. Well... It's not hard to make food. I'll, I'll say it like that well, delicately. And here's another thing. If you really, like, you don't, I feel like there's a disparity be, because if you, okay, well, let me restart here. <laughs> there's a level of cooking in which you can barely make macaroni and cheese or ramen. Right. But then there's this, and then there's, like, Gordon Ramsay. But then there's this massive no man's land middle field between mm-hmm. the two. And the thing is, is, People need to be within the no man's land. They don't need to be perfect, able to taste exactly how much salt you put into something. Right. But I feel like you should be able to make something, make something healthy, make something you want. Well, and I've been cooking right. since I was really young. Yeah. And I go by my mom's motto that um, if you're going to live on your own, you better be able to feed yourself. Mm-hmm. And really, it's not hard to cook. You get some good veggies. You get some good meats. And you just guesstimate. You learn over time. Well, and think but, about how easy it is to make a soup. Literally a soup. Vegetables, some kind of meat, broth, toss it all together, cook it up. Wow. Yeah. You don't even like, need to throw seasoning in half the time. No, and, and that's the other thing is like I won't. I want to kind of correct myself earlier because I feel like I came off wrong. But I'm not saying it, it's hard to be a good cook. Like my mom is a phenomenal cook. I will never be that good. I, I just straight up can say it. But I can feed myself. And that is where I'm like, okay, this is good enough. Like I can make food that i i mean i have a not to brag but i do have a cheesecake dish that is really really good i will eat pans and pans of that and it's disgusting for you but oh well <laughs> but that stuff is good but beyond that like i feed myself and that's all i need like that that's where my my thing ends but that's where i need to be so i can make some banging wiener schnitzel Ooh, i'm gonna have to have that i'll have to make the cheesecake for you by this sometime by the way it's really really <laughs> light so you can eat a lot of it without eating actually too much. It's really weird, but it's so good. It's so easy to make, too. So but, easy. But no, it, it's one of those things where I feel... Now, some of the problems we're bringing up are at fault of the parents. Yep. Because I feel... And I don't want to dive too much into this because it's going tangent after tangent, but I feel that parenting's gotten really lackluster... And so I feel there is a need for the school to step up and take over for that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, not even including the parenting variable, schools aren't doing a great job at all of preparing kids. I think it, both sides could do better. It, it's hard to say one or one or the other is wrong because at the end of the day, it's probably a combination of both where most issues lie. Uh, 
I mean, the school could always do more, but if you don't have, let's just say, the greatest relationship with your parents, well, I mean, there's nothing the school can also do about that. So it kind of depends on the situation. Like my, my well, we can't account for every variable, but right. I feel like it is still worrying the amount of kids that come out of school not knowing things that are genuinely important to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Um, not even like getting outside of lifestyle things that are important for the school or parents to teach. Just academics-wise, mm-hmm. it's so much of a mixed bag. I feel there's so many kids that come out of high school and go, well, I need to go to college because everything's requiring a degree. And they're not wrong. There's a huge shift in college degrees and the importance of college degrees now from it becoming a high-class status to almost a necessity for certain fields. But there's so many kids that have no idea what they want to go into. I have a friend that went to college for three years but really didn't have anything he wanted to go for. He was hammering out generals like crazy, but he wasn't going to college for any reason. He was paying $27,000 a year, not including whatever his loans will be after fees, and he's not even going to get anything. That's horrible. You're coming out of college with over $120,000 in debt. That's a house payment. And absolutely right no way to pay it back. No way. No idea what you're going to do. No, That's horrible. Yep. And I feel kids like that are set up for failure. Yeah, and, and there are kids in his situation and worse. There's there's actually worse than that. I mean, you just – it's it's not allowing – so I guess the, the kind of the summary of this topic then is just like not allowing kids to explore earlier is leading to – bigger problems later i mean universities are all too happy just to take all that money too because i mean they'll get it one way or another but you know it's just you gotta allow your kids to explore and i mean especially if they're young too i mean i'm not a parent i'm just a college freshman but i I would encourage parents to if you see your kid really interested in something even if they maybe won't admit it like definitely nurture that Uh, it doesn't really matter what it is because there's always an avenue um if you try hard enough but I mean, if you if your kid, let's just say they're really interested in, in playing piano, okay, well, get them in piano lessons, and even if that doesn't end up being what they want to do, like, it's a it's a skill that they'll have and they'll learn through it, and and then ultimately they go to college and now they're just a, a business person or accountant or whatever. Well, like, yeah, you, you know? want to be the medium for them, right? You want to be there to help cushion them so they can figure out where they want to go because. It sucks learning after 18 what you want to do. Well, and if I'm being honest, like, um, I wanted to go to college to for vocal performance. And as much as I'd love to be going to college for vocal performance, my parents kind of told me, they're like, okay, so what are you going to do with it? And then, you know, I had to answer the really hard question to myself, like, well, theoretically, I could do something with this degree, yes. But the life it's going to create for me is not going to align with my goals. And, and it's very hard to go to college for very obscure degrees. So my parents were like, well, we want you to have some kind of some kind of backup. And I was mad at them at first. I didn't understand. But if there's anyone listening to this who's in a similar situation, like understand that it comes out of a place of of um, of uh, concern. And when you start to see how real this stuff is. It's very awakening because now I understand it 
perfectly what my parents were saying to me. And I don't understand why I was mad. Like, I was clearly wrong. So, I don't know. That's a kind of a weird ending to this topic, but... Um, Speaking of universities, though, I gotta say, it is not the experience that people chalked it up to be. I mean, realistically, everyone made it seem like, oh, you get total freedom. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think one of the things I'm I'm starting to see is there's so much nonsense. You know what I mean? Like there's just rules that don't make sense. There's there's functions that don't make sense. Like like the way our our websites and and the the stuff that we use to interact with like the university um organism as a whole like to get in That's contact a great way of putting it organism is a great way well it's the way that it's the whole a it's it's a mess it's a it's a whole mess and it has like you got to go do this and this and do this in a very specific way and you want to talk to your advisor well uh, no like it's just like well you know what i learned the other day what's that our specific campus although has banned any forms of smoking drugs or alcohol they don't count sidewalks as campus property. I know. So you can drink, you can smoke, you can do drugs, and they're not going to stop you if you're on the sidewalk. Yeah. But if you're on the grass, oh, the Lord's going to break out right there, and you're going to get arrested. Yeah, it's just nonsense. It's so BS. It's just nonsense. And, and it's just like, I mean, I'm a... I hate saying this because it makes me sound arrogant or not humble but i'm gonna say it anyway because this is not even my words like i was talking to my pastor the other day uh or not the other day i guess this is a little while ago but when i was just having a good conversation with her and after a while she just says you're really mature for your age and i i feel like i am in a way because most of my peers and people around me are are just honestly i i don't know how else to say this but like partying and pissing their lives away and at or not their lives but their money and time and stuff away and i come up here to pursue the most common degree but at the same exact time i just don't understand how anyone succeeds doing that stuff and it's just not attractive to me i guess i don't know i don't argue half of them don't if not they get their parents to pay for it and it all works out in the end yeah that's that's also true I, i don't know well and don't get me wrong there's a lot of kids that don't have their parents to pad their wa- uh, pocket so they can just party all the time. There, my cousin George, he went to college, first year, or really the first semester, and half of the second semester, just partied. Very rarely went to classes. Just was all over. He was getting drunk. He was going to frat parties and stuff. And and he looks older than he really is. And He's able to pass for a 20-something-year-old guy. And because of that, he was able to get into parties, get drinks, stuff like that. And he did. his parents, I can promise you, they live in the middle of nowhere, Colorado. I mean, his parents, they grew up without electricity. And really, they didn't even have internet until the past, like, 15 years. Yeah. They had no idea what that was. No idea what a computer was. And so... They were not set up to be able to pay for that. And he ended up paying for it by having to stay an extra year. But thankfully, he woke up and realized, okay, this is not healthy. My grades plummeting. I'm going to be kicked out of college. This is horrible. Mm -hmm. And he turned it around. 
but there's a lot of kids that just come here and then just party, 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 day in and day night, day out, and it's like, what? Well, you're it, wasting your money. And I, I don't understand. Like, there's, there's a whole, you know, the whole saying is like, you gotta live the college experience, and it's like, well. What does that even mean? Like, what does what does that mean for for me versus the next person? Because like the, the the college experience, I feel like is so mainstream where it's like, you know, the college experience is partying and and doing and doing bad stuff that your parents wouldn't approve of. Well, if if that's considered the college experience, why is it shamed but also encouraged? Like that's nonsense to me. And 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 the other thing is like I just don't understand. I just don't understand that from a pure physical, like philosophical. That's the word. Level. There you go. I just don't understand it. Like, I, I don't get it. It's not. That's not me. That's not what I would do. Like, I'm perfectly happy just sitting in my dorm and watching football and doing all that stuff. And I, well, <sighs> and don't get me wrong. You know, I'm an introvert. Yeah. And so I'll go I, so. out and I'll hang out with people, and but my battery drains quite quite fast and so i have to come back to the dorm and relax program play some games get homework done but even you know okay well i am a computer science major so i tend to be pretty busy but even not counting in all like my extra stuff i do on top of studying you just there i cannot see a visible way in which you can balance partying even once or twice a week yep with school no that's exactly how i feel like because and maybe i'm coming from a biased perspective because of how busy i tend to be but you cannot do good in school and party at the same time the college experience you see in movies and stuff is so fantastical that it's it's absurd you can have friends you can go and hang out with friends hell maybe party once a month with friends but it's in a very controlled environment if you're going to do it at least that's what i've seen other than that if you go out party all the time you're not going to have a good time you're going to be stressed about college and if you're not you're probably going to fail college i think what i think what you're saying is you're going to make it harder on yourself yes you don't need to make it harder on yourself than it is like me you know being a pilot like i have to fly i have to study for my flights i have to study for my classes i have to get homework done i have to uh go to work so i can pay for college i have to um i have to like i take care of my physical health a lot so i go to the gym and those are all my priorities in life like those are the things i absolutely must do on a daily basis um i just like going to a party just doesn't fit in there beyond me not wanting to go there the other thing is is like there's something to be said for the whole uh i don't know if it's like a like a paradox or if it's like a like a psychological like psych psychological what psychological psychological there's the word words are not my strength tonight like i don't know if that's like a whole psychological thing where it's like if, if you want it you'll make it work that is true like if you want something bad enough you can make it work you can come up with the money for the thing you can find the time to go do whatever you you can make it work well i just still don't understand it like i just don't see it because i also gotta be honest like i don't understand the whole hype around like drinking alcohol as a as a minor or being in college drinking alcohol oh lord oh gosh well it's it's all about freedom Mm -hmm. and i think there's a lot of kids that are very used to 
a very controlled environment and they see college in the movies and in media and stuff like that and, and they go get blasted and absolutely blasted yeah well then they go to college and they're like my parents aren't over my shoulder i think that's a huge factor in yeah, it, it is. is the fact that mm-hmm. they don't have their parents hovering over them that has more to say with parenting than anything but even in the end it's like you know as a person it, you know you should have the free will and the ability to look critically at your actions and I feel a lot of kids that go out and party all the time don't have the ability to critically look at their actions and go, well, maybe this isn't the best idea. They might have some ability to do it, but they don't have the full ability to go, just because I can doesn't mean I should. Right. I can drive into oncoming traffic. It's self-control. Doesn't mean I should. It's self-control. And I feel like everybody kind of has a has something like that where it's like some people might be drinking alcohol other people like myself actually it's it's spending money like i have a bad problem with impulse buying but i'm at least aware of it but impulse buying in most ways not all but in most ways um and certainly in a a case like mine is a lot less harmful than just going out and partying all the time like you have to sit down you know you have an assignment due at 11 59 but oh there's this party going on and it's it's gonna be it's gonna be lit or whatever and you go to that oh assignment's late like it's if then then because one's a lot less harmful than the others and like what what's the point yeah like getting getting drunk like inhibiting yourself and the hangover and everything like that like to me it's just not good i just don't understand it doesn't taste good doesn't make you feel good especially not even the next day especially if you get absolutely blacked out like there's no there's no benefit and it's just waste your money and time and effort and uh, that's kind of my that's my rant (laughs) that's my rant for the night y'all have been blessed i don't know that's that's kind of what uh to get away from that though i i think how how's the rest of your semester been like adjusting to college and getting used to being up here being away from parents everything like that in general uh it it's we despite what other kids will say it's incredibly normal for me mm-hmm. um my senior year i got really used to spending a lot of time on my own doing stuff driving around and i don't just mean spending time in my room i mean like driving around going out and doing stuff going and uh hanging out with friends or working on homework or programming and I got to become very independent, and so being up here, although I'm even more independent now, I have to actually go out and get food. Same routine, different place. Yeah, Yeah. but realistically, it's not too hard for me. Mm -hmm. It's just the storm life of how chaotic it can be, from slamming doors to parties at four in the morning and lighting up joints setting off the fire alarm for the entire dorm. Yeah, everyone floods outside, sitting in the freezing weather and we're sitting there like god dang it why the hell are we out here yeah it's 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 an experience man i i like the dorm i i like the independence because i think you know a lot of people are like oh are you ready to be on your own you're gonna be homesick and stuff and the reality is like i might be slightly homesick like dang i miss home miss my parents miss all that stuff like it's not that i don't that's not what i'm trying to say right that being said, I do truly enjoy it. Like, I, I I love being alone. I was ready to get out on my own and do my own thing for a while. You get and... to be yourself. You get to be an adult. Well, and it's not that I wasn't, you know, 
I'm not extremely stressed and I got real problems to deal with. And, you know, I got I actually have to go to work and make sure I'm on time and study and take everything I do very seriously and intentionally and, you know, try to make time to talk to my girlfriend and stuff and, and deal with all that. Like that, that's one, one side of things, but I do enjoy that. And I'm, I'm very independent and motivated and stuff like that. And plus like I have, probably landed with the greatest roommate i could have so everything kind of <laughs> it's it's you and me against the dorm in a way because <laughs> i feel like everyone else around us is insane but uh, it is what it is i feel like the mantle of responsibility being put onto your shoulders is really important though yeah i feel like and i know i was talking to my mom about this the other day it's incredibly important that we had this experience in the dorms mm-hmm. because I do not like it. No, you gain perspective. I'm not perspective. even going to sugarcoat it. I don't like being in the dorms. It is so chaotic. Mm-hmm. But now that I've had this experience, I'm going, okay, well, what's my next best option? And apartments are my next best option. And honestly, it's a natural way to go, okay, I need a place to sleep. Can't sleep out in the streets. And I need, a, I need something to eat. And so then that forces me to look at uh, what I'm taking in, the money I'm uh, paying and taking in, and also get – I it, it's a natural way that I'm being pushed to do something that genuinely is an adult thing to do. What? Find a place to right. sleep and stay at. And I think realistically it was important that I have this experience in the dorm. Well, and I think that one of the sayings I live by is um, – you know, you got to do things one doable step at a time. And I think that it would have been very hard if we both like just let's just say we did it together. We both jumped into an apartment together. I think it would have been hard because then there's less motivation for us to like maybe go explore the, you know, explore campus, explore the local places around here to get food and explore this, explore that. I think that getting to know how to just live with each other and, and in a, a small little area, not managing as much, getting everything set up, getting ready. Cause now with the amount of, st- with the amount of stuff we have <laughs> and, and with everything else, like we know how we operate and stuff. So now when we move to the, to the apartment next year, hopefully oh, it's I not going to be, yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm pretty confident we will. My parents don't care. So my parents are very much for it. Yeah, my so are my, my mom is. So, like, it, you know, once we jump to that, it isn't going to be as big of an adjustment. In fact, it'll probably be very little of an adjustment and probably us just being happy that we don't have to deal with the people yelling for no reason uh, right outside of our door or slamming doors or, you know, lighting we'll off our fire alarms. So. Because we'll get – because assuming we get a two-bedroom apartment, each one of us will have our own bedroom. Oh, yeah. We'll have a area that's the size of our dorm to – have like a couch or a TV and we can so have nice. an actual kitchen to cook stuff so we're not making Keurig ramen. <laughs> What's wrong with Keurig ramen? Hey, no, I, yeah, it's going to be very nice to do that, I think, um, and to get settled back and, and get settled in up here because it is an adjustment, but, you know, one little thing at a time and that's kind of that's kinda all there is to it. Life is done one doable step at a time. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to wrap up today's episode. And uh, it was great to have you on, Austin. I think we're going to try and make this uh, regular in quotes because, again, this took (laughs) seven months to get back out. But, you know, what I mean, like, try and put out episodes once in a while. Shorter than seven months is more regular. 
before. Yeah, there, don't expect any form of an upload schedule from uh, this this show because if you do, you are sorely uh, displeasing only yourself here. So, uh, 